I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax, and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories, and all things photography. Join Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. Very welcome to episode 144 of the Irish Photography Podcast. My name is Darren, I'm your host this evening, and I'm joined by my good buddy, my good pal, Mr. Bernard Geraghty. How are you getting on, buddy? I am fine, bun. How are you? <laughs> marvellous, boy, marvellous. Long time no speak. Well, long time <laughs> no speak on the podcast anyway, but uh, yeah, welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back, good to be back. Um, nice to be on a podcast because I haven't had time to do mine because things are getting back to normal, so... Um, it's nice to yeah just be sitting down having a chat again. Good stuff. And uh, last time you were on, I think was back in March. So fill us in. What have you been up to? Uh, so back in March, I obviously would have said that I moved to Dingle. Um, so I moved to Dingle mm-hmm. until July. Uh, back home in Dublin now. Currently, probably looking at maybe moving over to Connemara uh, fairly soon for a few nice. months as well. So I think it's kind of cool just maybe floating around, you know, different places when the winter comes in. You know, for some winter storms winter light potential snow around the mountains and stuff like that so yeah it uh, looks you know don't be surprised to see me uh, settling down in Connemara at some stage very soon maybe that would be class man I mean Connemara is absolutely beautiful I mean okay Dingle is stunning as well but Connemara is incredible the amount of diversity you have there to choose from in Connemara is incredible yeah and come like speaking of Connemara that's where I am spending this week actually um so it's great to be back. Um, it's just Connemara's unreal. Spent the last week here as well. Uh, last not last week, the week before, with a group from Switzerland. So they had uh, it was they, like listen, their first time to see the sea in over two years. You know, because mm. obviously they're landlocked. So they just had an amazing time. We got the most amazing conditions, light, mood, minimal. We got everything, absolute, absolutely everything. And that was my first workshop, uh, proper proper workshop back. So it was quite nerve-wracking, I have to say. Oh, no doubt. I mean, look, you know, you kind of feel out of practice of it, I suppose, in one way. But at the same point, you've got high expectations because you want it to be incredible. And I know that's something that we probably will discuss anyway ourselves because we will have a separate podcast, I think, to discuss that because it is, yeah. you know, it's a big milestone after such a long period of time. I mean, your is, yeah. bread and butter is workshops and you haven't yeah. been able to do that. So I'm delighted that you've been able to get back out. And what a spot, man. What a, and what light you had as well on that workshop. I mean, following along with you on Instagram and stuff like that, it was just incredible to be able to see the conditions that you got. Yeah, it was. And as you say, I think we best not delve too much into that because, you know, I think we don't, we have a podcast in, in, in planning for to yeah. talk about specifically yeah. that week and getting back to normality and stuff. But um, I suppose if I was to, yeah, listen, I'm happy to be back. Um, It's been, you know, a tough 18 months or whatever. Um, But you know what? Like, I don't really regret any of it. It's been hard, but... I've done things that I would not have got to do. I've taken shots, got done videos of, of different things that I would not have got to do. And I also uh, bought myself uh, my dream, my dream vehicle since I was about drum five roll, years drum roll. So, Yeah. So listen, I bought myself a lovely Land Rover Defender um, a few months ago. And uh, yeah, listen, I've been absolutely dreaming about one of these since I was about five years of age. I was always interested in tractors and farming and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it was always a dream to have a Land Rover Defender and one propped up that I just couldn't turn down a few months back. So 
uh, at the moment doing a lot of video with that, you know, to do like kind of an adventure video maybe at the end of the year. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. So that's been kind of cool having, having a different kind of project to work on too, you know? And not only did you just get a defender, but you also got a defender that you gave a name to, and you also set up its own Instagram page. So tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. So I was like, like, listen, you know me, my Instagram is pretty much about my business. Um, yes. you know, plain and simple, but I thought like, you know, I wanted to, because I bought this, it's an 09 defender 110, and you know, it, it, it was used as a work vehicle, uh, and it, it, it was a bit rough around the edges, but I wanted to share the journey, not, not specifically to others. So there is a big Land Rover community on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, especially for defenders. And I just wanted to create a little portfolio that is going to be on online for life and for something for me to look back to look, look back at. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, from, from buying it to ripping out the old seats, reupholstering the new seats myself, uh, ripping out the, 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 the plywood in the back and replying it and stripping it back and insulating and all that kind of stuff. Um, only for then to have all that done and spend thousands doing all those bits only for have the gearbox to go the day after I fit mm -hmm. the new LED headlights. So luckily, uh, the gearbox is under warranty from the guy that I bought it off. So, um, I literally just got it back last week and yeah, it's kind of hell for leather now going, getting new things done. And as I say, like the last week spent it around the Wicklow mountains and some of the Quilsha forests and stuff driving through rivers. And it's been just, just class. Like, so the, the, the page, I, I, the name I gave the defender is Fia and Fia is Irish for wild. So I thought it was fairly fitting given, you know, the kind of things Brilliant. that I, I like to do. So yeah, the page is Fia underscore the underscore defender. So, uh, or you could just find it through my own page at BG Landscape Tours. Well, I have to say she's a beautiful boss and you know, yeah, you've kind of really put your heart and soul into it during the whole non being able to get out in the workshops because it's a kind of a, a passion project for you, as you say. I mean, I know we spoke offline and how much you really wanted to have one for a long, long time. And for you to finally get one, get stuck in, get ripping it out, getting it replenished, getting it up refreshed. And then, as you say, to have that issue, but now it's back. And I think it's going to be a phenomenal trip and a phenomenal journey, I suppose, really, of discovery. Because as you say, going around Quilcher Forest and driving through streams, I mean, you're not yeah. going to be doing that in the, in the, in the Gulf. Do you know what I mean? So no, that's not going to happen. And and this is the thing as well, like be like if, if I do make that move to Connemara, like there's so much like of these little, like not even roads, like not even boreens, you know, to explore. Right. Plus, you know, it's, you know, it kind of gives me this like, you know, a bit of encouragement to maybe, you know, knock on a farmer's door and say, listen, would you mind if I went across there, blah, 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 you know, some will say yes, some will say no. Um, but that's the, that's the beauty about it. So it just helps you get in these different positions, whether it will be good for photography or not i don't know but it's just again another way of just adventuring i suppose well you know there's the old phrase is that a dumb priest never got a parish so all you have to do is ask <laughs> exactly you know? exactly so you're either going to say yes or going to say no and you know you have a 50 50 chance right from the outset but i'd say you'll find that more and more people will kind of say ah sure yeah look no worries work away just be careful around that gate and that's it yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And there's there's a couple of places in Donegal as well I have lined up with permission from from some farmers. So really looking forward to to doing something very soon. And as I say, hoping having a nice little video come out towards the end of the year. And one other thing, actually, speaking of videos, did you release your Dingle video before or after? It was after, I think, wasn't it? You were last on. So you've released an incredible video um, of the Wild Atlantic. Tell us a bit about that. 
Yeah, so fitting enough, it's called, you know, Wild Dingle. Um, and it, it, listen, this just came out of nowhere. This wasn't a project or anything, but when I was down in Dingle, um, I just, you know, had these, you know, seriously amazing Wild Atlantic storms uh, coming in, you know, all around the coast and stuff like that. And given we were in lockdown and stuff, had pretty much all to myself, which was great, but not great. Darren, you know me, you know, I like being mm-hmm. with people all the time. You know, yeah. you don't do what I do um, unless you're a people person, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I do love the crack as part of it. Uh, not just, you know, getting amazing conditions. I love to share that experience with people. And these were, this was an incredible kind of once in 20 year event. Uh, so much so that they were surfing in, um, in, in Ventry, Ventry Beach, like, you know, which is, is, is unheard of um, mm-hmm. because it's so protected and stuff. So we were getting these 50, 60 foot monsters uh, waves breaking off the rocks at the bottom of Schley Head, only to bounce up on onto the roads, which is a good probably 50, 60 meters up. Um, yeah. So it was just incredible. And the, the strange thing about it is the reason it was such an event was because we had these huge monsters of waves, um, which you can see in the video, um, which is on my YouTube or, or Instagram or whatever on the IGTV. But what allowed me to video them on a two to 600 lens, a lot at 600 mil, uh, was the fact that there was zero breeze or zero wind, which was absolutely crazy. So to to be able to uh, video such an event and put Cal, then Cal, my videographer, Cal Debris, to be able to put such a wonderful video together uh, from all this footage uh, was just, it was just unreal and so unexpected, you know, um, because you don't expect to go out and shoot these storms and shoot video as well. Uh, so it mm-hmm. was, it was incredible and something that I'll never forget. Well, hats off to both of you, I think, in relation to number one, you filming it, but number two, as you say, Cal did a phenomenal job of putting it together and even the soundtrack and, you know, the Osquilga as well, which is the narration on it too, was incredible. So if anybody hasn't seen that, look, I'll put a link into that into the show notes so people can go see that. But it's a phenomenal piece of work and yeah, hats off. I mean, I see, I suppose, the amount of work that you put in, but even from a video point of view, you know, I think that was a kind of another level up again. And I mean, I got down at one point and that was after your video, I think, had gone out, but another storm and I met up with you. And it's just incredible the conditions that you can get, particularly down there on the Dingle Peninsula. And I know from my own point of view, I love the sea. I love Dingle, but any sign of a storm like that, man, and that's it. I'm done. I'm there because yeah. the, the, the breaking waves, what I love about it, and, you know, you can even see it in your video. Like you, like they're bombs of waves that are coming in. Yeah, they're bomb, crashing yeah. against this, and they're just the shapes that the waves create are incredible, and every single one yeah. of them unique. And you did a phenomenal job of uh, like, filming it, man. It's very, very good. In, in in one day, I filled. I don't know whether this is like embarrassing or not. Uh, so speaking <laughs> to Rachel Talibart, which you know I speak to quite a bit, um, she tells me it's perfectly normal. But in one day, I filled filled four um sixty four gig SD cards. So. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, but again, as I say, such an experience and, and, you know, lucky to come away with, um, you know, actually a two terabyte hard drive full of just, uh, dingle storm images, which was, which was amazing. And they're going to be images that I can go back over and over again as my taste and my style, you know, in terms of how I look at an image changes, which it, it does change over time. Um, I'm sure in, you know, the months and years to come, uh, I'll find something that will stick out then that doesn't stick out now. For sure, for sure. So look, yeah, man, well done on that. Like I say, I put a link onto it as well into the uh, show notes. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward now to see what you get from uh, Connemara. So, I mean, it, it was good catching up with you, but let's get straight to the point. Yeah. You're here because as you know, and as our listeners know, 
We had a regular feature, which was the Sunday Showcase on the podcast. It's a regular feature every single week on the Facebook group. And it's incredible to see every single Sunday at seven o'clock, you know, the amount of people that will post up the images that they've edited, or as you say, sorry, a shot, or as you say, edited, re-edited from old photographs. And, you know, what we do with this segment, and this is the episode to kind of showcase the images within the Sunday Showcase. Um, so the format is that you are going to pick three images. I'm going to pick three images from the Sunday, which was the uh, 12th of September. And maybe, just maybe, we might get another match because when I did this with Dermot, not once did we get a match. And then you and I did it and we got one match. So I maybe this evening, we think we get a match, I think. I, I have a feeling. So obviously, listen, we, you know, we I don't know what you're going to pick. You don't know what I'm going to pick. But I definitely believe we'll get a match tonight. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. So, All right. Any, so look, anybody, anybody who's single and looking to create a Tinder account, talk to me and Darren. We'll get you a match. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a match. <laughs> and in case anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, we have a Facebook group, which is the Irish Photography Podcast. If you're not joined it already, just jump on Facebook, type in the Irish Photography Podcast and click on that join. You'll be asked a question just to name a host. You can join the group. You can name myself. You can name Bernard or any one of the guests that we've had on the previous 143 episodes of the podcast. Then you're in. And on the Sundays, then, like I say, at seven o'clock, sharing an image. And uh, yeah, everybody enjoys seeing everybody else's image. The interactions are great, you know, so it's good to see the progression of people is coming along. And I do think, yeah, that we're going to end up getting a match anyway this evening. So I'll be the gentleman since you're the guest somewhat. Um, yeah. You can go first. Right. Um, so there might even be, you know, like the last time we did this, <laughs> there was an honorable mention as well. But yes. Um, I'm going to kick it off and um, I'm going to kick it off with uh, an image from Breed O'Neill. And okay. um, this was a foggy morning at a beautiful castle um, in County Mead. And uh, myself and Breed, I was actually with Breed that morning. Um, I remember the night before contacting her saying, listen, Breed, uh, we live quite close to each other. So I was like, there's this like really good potential. I have a new spot. I've been scouting it out for a few weeks. And I think, you know, this castle on a hill essentially in, with the right conditions could be insane and you know i'd paid about 10 visits to this place and I'd, i've had the good the bad the ugly and stuff like that but i felt there was just a little bit more to come from this spot and um yeah this morning we we got there we got there well in time and just in around sunrise there was no color no nothing but what we did have was as we were on a bit of a hill across the river boyne which was obviously in the valley the boyne valley um mm -hmm. and the mist all just sitting kind of at the level of the river or just above but just below or just above sorry and just jutting out above the fog was this absolutely amazing castle surrounded by all these trees um and it's just stunning so breed shot is amazing um but listen probably a bit biased for picking it because i was there but seeing these conditions develop and and, and knowing what we could get from this and knowing obviously what breed has got from it because you know i'm looking at the shot here now it was just an unforgettable experience, an unforgettable morning, um, and a stunning shot from Breed. So, as I say, foggy, nice foggy morning around a beautiful castle in the Boyne Valley. Well, we didn't get a match, but we very nearly did because that was one image that jumped out as well to me. Um, the conditions, as you say, were just perfect. But I actually really like what Breed has done on the editing. Um, you know, it's a very, very, very delicate image. Um, and the way it's been framed there, as you say, you can see that that fog is there but also the sky is non-existent as well. Yeah. And I love that because all you're seeing effectively is this center subject, you know, the star of the show, 
this beautiful yeah. castle, and as you say, surrounded in by these trees. It's a beautiful, beautiful shot. And um, the, the, it, ne- it nearly is, got my vote. The thing is, as well, you see, the, the, the so you know to talk about the experience of being there, and like I was there, um, I had the drone that morning as well, and like th- it was so changeable. Like one minute you couldn't see the castle, next it popped out above the fog, and then next we were getting light. Some of the sun got mm. high enough. I remember sending up the drone and just send that along the castle and the fog everywhere and just the light from rising sun in the distance was was just unbelievable. So um, she did a great job. She got a few lovely shots that morning. This is just one of them. Um, so yeah, I, I felt definitely, you know, given what I felt while shooting at that morning, I, I definitely felt I had to give it a mention. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a wordy, wordy pick, but uh, we didn't match anyway, but, you know, a brilliant shot. Uh, Breed, thanks very much for sharing it in the group and I suppose also for Breed as well. I mean, every week, um, we'll get to the second half of the show on the in- on Instagram, but I love seeing Breed's work as well on Instagram uh, every single week when I do the um, uh, Friday feature on Instagram as well. So, no, fantastic choice. Um, well done. So, what are you going with? So, my first one actually is a photograph very similar in the concept. Uh, it's a low-lying fog. It's sitting in a valley, um, and the photographer has taken the image from up on a hill, and it's by Jim Rocks. Um, and it's an absolutely beautiful photograph. I love it just purely from the, the color that's there. It's right in the morning. I think it's in, in, in Beira in West Cork. Um, and you've got some incredible colors on, that's actually it's in Cahapasia in West Cork. You've got some incredible colors in this, in the, the trees and the foliage, but then you've got this little mist that's kind of swimming in around that. It looks like a river, but it's a phenomenal shot for him to be able to get up there that early to get that shot. And I think the way he's taken the photograph as well has been phenomenal. I just, I love it. The moment I spotted, I went, wow, look at that. Yeah, it's stunning. It really is. And I think just the, the portrait, you know, version works well um, because you have this, you know, beautiful greenery in the front led by the fog, which leads you mm-hmm. into the beautiful peaks in the background, um, you know, not going with too much sky, which I think really works with the image. Essentially, almost a rule of thirds image, you know, uh, top yeah. third sky mid third kind of the mountain the bottom third then the mist so uh actually just seeing it as you mentioned it there um so uh, i had actually skipped it i always find looking at facebook you know the comments on facebook on a laptop is you know it's easy to miss but i i did miss that but it's a beautiful image yeah it's a phenomenal shot and again you know well done uh jim for getting it and thanks for sharing it in the group i take it so it's because you didn't see it we didn't match so we're at zero for zero <laughs> after after two picks two two phenomenal good shots anyway yeah so two right very good shots back to you right uh i'm going with a very simple image here um but very very effective just a beautiful image with lovely lines triangles uh, and a lighthouse and it's from rodney cleary uh okay galley galley head lighthouse which you know it's beautiful light um i'm imagining from obviously a sunrise or a sunset i'm gonna say a sunset um but not 100 sure and you've got the lovely, you know, cliffs just, you know, jutting out there to the left, left-hand left side. And then just you have this lovely little um, sailing boat in the distance uh, with the sail up. And it just just really, really adds that to, to, to that little bit of empty space um, in the image and just fills the image nicely. The light is beautiful. The edit is really, really nice. Um, it's so soft, subtle, doesn't need a lot of work. I think the crop works well. It looks like a little bit of a 16... <clears throat> 16.9 crop, uh, maybe a little bit more, but um, I think that was very important was to keep it that way. Sometimes we can kind of stick with the three to two crop 
and you know only realize after that oh should have cropped that but this definitely works at the 16.9 i we don't have a match in here okay first and foremost oh. i didn't pick that image but i actually was close to picking that image and i think you know galley head is beautiful that image you're, you're spot on it is sunset because the light is coming on the right hand side and that's pointing directly south um but yeah that it just it brings you right through to the image but exactly yeah. as you said it you know you've got that sailboat on the left hand side which takes up that empty space and i just think everything about the image comes together perfectly now the light of course is what makes it but his composition as well i think is uh really really nice as well so no that is one i think that rodney has done a phenomenal uh job on um and it's a spot actually that i'd like to kind of go back and explore around more you know you can rent out galley lighthouse yeah yeah, I know. And I've actually been there before, not really got the conditions that I wanted or, you know, I don't, I've only been there twice. Um, but listen, you know yourself, you can go to go to a place 20 or 30 times and not get the light that you want. So um, I, I've, I've, I've stood where he's standing, um, but I just think he has it's just nailed down there with a simple composition um, beautiful tones in the light. And as I say, um, and I, I always talk about I, I do a lot of presentations and I always talk about small details make the biggest impact and here that boat mm -hmm. literally uh, you know very small detail makes a huge impact and you know what he, 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 he done it really nice here because the sail of the boat doesn't break the horizon um, yeah. so there's a bit of a gap between that and the horizon which is nice if you know it had been kind of a bit above it would have you know it would have you know put you off a little bit you know, unless he was down the very bottom where it would have stuck out completely from the horizon. So um, it's framed nicely by the sea and it's just such a small, probably takes up 1% less. It probably takes up a half a percent of yeah. the total image or even less again, but it just makes that impact. Yeah, beautiful shot. Great choice as well. So yeah, I think again, you're, we've had, you've had two, I've had one, we haven't had a match yet. So maybe this one now we'll get a match because if, my, if I picked this one and you've picked it last, then we have a match. If not, we'll see. We still have one more choice. So um, my image is a place that you've gone to quite a lot. It's a place yeah. I've only ever visited once. I know where this um, is. And where I went, the time I went there, it pissed rain. And I still managed to take some photographs. Um, but I'd love to get it in the morning. And I'd also love to get it with the light that uh, the photographer, which is Hayden Hammerton, has taken in Glendalock at sunrise. Stunning, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I just think everything about it is great for me. I mean, yeah, number one, okay to be there. Num number two, you know, the conditions are lovely, but the light with the rainbow and you get the full circle reflection of the rainbow in the water. You see the partly of the, you know, the double rainbow on the right hand side in relation to it. But that's an image which I think has been handled so well. The only, the only thing I would say if I was to make any small bit of critique in it is on the left-hand side, you don't have a full reflection because you're right next to the, to the shore. If you'd probably taken maybe two or three steps to the right, you probably would have had a full uh, circle with, without interruption in relation to it. But notwithstanding that, I think it's a beautiful shot. It jumps off the screen at me. And when I saw it posted yesterday evening, I went, yeah, that's definitely one I'm going to pick because I love the way a rainbow will contain the light within it. And you can yeah. see that exact example, but the, the subtleties within the image as well, because in the far end of the lake, you also have a low lying mist and it's not a huge amount. It's only two small patches of it, but you know, it's just brings your eye right in. And then you find, you find and discover this at the very, very end of it. Like I say, it's not a spot that I photograph much only once, but I know you've been there quite a lot. And uh, yeah, that's the, the second shot for me. There's a lot that I really, really like about it. 
Um, and for me, it just jumped off the screen, like I said. Yeah, um, listen, uh, Glendalough is, is a stunning place, you know, um, in the summer, if you're ever there, you and it's going to be calm, you make sure you bring a midget net because you will oh, not yeah. last till sunrise, I can guarantee you that. But no, listen, he's he's, he's made a stunning uh, stunning image out of that. A great, um, I, I would imagine it's sunrise because the sun obviously rises behind. And I've seen this yeah. in all conditions. I've got a, I even shot a fog bow there before. But to be honest, it doesn't compare to a beautiful rainbow images. I love rainbows. Um, and, you know, very jealous when I've seen this pop up. Um, I don't mind the kind of foreground there. Like, it's a bit of a clutter in the foreground, which I really don't mind. Um, I kind of like the way it just breaks up everything a little bit. Um, so, to me, not really an issue that of, of where he's standing. Um, but um, I will say, I picked this image as well, so we do have a match. Oh, ding, but ding, 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 ding. I will go on and say that. Um, now, I did pick it because it's very unique. You know, I've not seen... Uh, a, a rainbow here before um, and definitely not a rainbow reflection now it's obviously it, it, it's obviously a panorama now the only thing I would say and this is just for the benefit of uh, Hayden is that it is a panorama just if you go into the lake at the very end uh, towards the mist you can see a few artifacts from yeah. that hasn't stitched um, yeah. properly I only actually noticed this now because I'm looking at it on the laptop I didn't notice it on the phone um, mm -hmm. but this listen I'm not going to diss it for that because it's such a, such a unique shot. Um, but if I was, is if I was Hayden, I would literally just go back. Sorry. Uh, excuse me. Go back um, try and try and, and maybe just restitch it. Um, you know, I'd love to know kind of how he did stitch it in the first place and, and just see if you can get that straight line. Um, okay. And what I would do then is print it out and put it on the wall. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. I agree. It's a fantastic shot, and I'm delighted. No, we actually got a match. So I knew, yeah, we got... I knew, I knew we would get this. I knew we would get this. <laughs> yeah, that, this this one jumps off the screen to me, you know. So for me, that was a uh, a no brainer. So okay, so what are we at now? Uh, so you one, have one one more. match. Okay, so yeah, you've got to take uh, your your last choice. So we could get a match if I if that's my last choice as well. So we might break our record and get two matches. No, I've done my three. Have you done your three? I've done my three. Yep. <laughs> Breed, Rodney, and uh, Hayden. I I picked Hayden as well. Ah, oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you have one more. So we've one match. It's better than no matches. Okay. All right. Yeah. We have one more. Okay. Right. So the last photograph that I've picked is something again that, you know, I'm really, really enjoy taking photographs of. And I think, you know, this one here has been treated so well on the editing, but also I think the conditions were just perfectly set up for the type of exposure. So it's a waterfall and it's an image by Cullum McMullen. And I just love the flow of water. You know that anyway already as it is. But I think with this image, you've got this waterfall that's coming down on the right hand side. It's one single waterfall, but it hits a rock and it breaks into multiple waterfalls. And then you see the little subtleties of the, the detail of the left hand side. It's not as pronounced as in the main one on the right hand side. So you get a bit of light as well on the right hand side. And then on the left hand side of that, when you look closely, you can see, you know, the, 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 the green mosses that are coming off the rock. You know that it's a damp, damp, damp location. And that was a yeah. shot that I looked at. I went, you know what? Jeez, I want to find where that is, because that looks like a place I'd like to shoot. And I think it's a fantastic shot. And it's what gets my third choice. Yeah, it's a beautiful image and it's a lovely edit. It's a very simple edit. Um, you know, the water's just, you know, nicely exposed. 
Um, you know, I think some people could look at this depending on their experience of, you know, shooting landscape photography and people, you know, you might have people thinking this could be, you know, five foot, you know, 10 foot, 20 foot high, but I would imagine this is only a few inches. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but I, I would imagine it's quite small and yes, like obviously a damp place, I would, I would think you wouldn't want to be climbing this anyway. You know, you can see by the greenery there, um, you know, just super, super slippy. Um, but it's a beautiful shot and I, I think well worthy of a pick. Um, if I was to say something about uh, Colm, um, is that I was going to give him a little honorable mention for his Astro shot. Okay. Um, so like, listen, you know me, I, I do tend to go above the tree. Um, but I would just give it a little <laughs> honorable mention, an honorable mention purely for the fact that if there's anything I despise, it's uh, light painting. Like I despise it so badly. You know, I just, I just hate it. Right. And that's just my opinion, but he seems to have a little, now there could be a, a light coming from the side here from the actual location, but it's a beautiful little dolman with the Milky Way. Um, and it's just this subtle light on the grass is lighting it up nicely. And it's done very, very well. Um, if there's one thing I, I hate is light painting. If there's one thing I really appreciate is light painting done well. Um, and mm. this, there's no real mad, like overexposed parts. It's all very balanced. And yeah, I'm just going to give that a little honorable mention. No, and I think justified as well. I mean, you know, the one thing I spotted that image as well. Um, I, I didn't pick it obviously, but I spotted it. But the reason I spotted it actually was if you look at where it's actually located, there's a town underneath it. So there's a lot of light pollution coming up from there. But when you get the Milky Way being so high above it as well, it just works. And the two of them yeah. work very, very well together. So when I first saw it, I thought it was the Pula Gnome, or I can never pronounce it, the one in County Clare in the Borough. Pool, the... Pool Nebron or something, is it? Pool Nebron, that's the one, yeah. Um, but I, I quickly went, no, that's not it. But then at the same point, I went, but what is it? And I was intrigued to yeah. figure it out more. You know, so you've a lot that's going on in that image. And I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, well done, Colm. You get two mentions in this week's show. Um, thanks again, you know, for sharing the image. Bernard does like to bend the rules a bit, but it's okay. I think it's well <laughs> deserved and well justified. So, yeah, Bernard, we got a match. Again. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Well done. Um, I think, you know, some beautiful shots that we, we both picked there. But, you know, it, as always, really, it's it's very hard just to pick three because there's some fantastic um, talent that's been shared every single week and again you know thanks again to everybody who is sharing the images on the uh, the Sunday or it's always known as the Sunday showcase um, it's a pleasure to look at your images every week and uh, yeah please continue to do it as each of the weeks will go on and we'll look to try and do another one of these again now before the uh, the end of the year so um, Bernard thanks for that for the uh, first part of the show I'm going to take a very quick break and we'll be right back then with our very popular Insta Spotlight so we'll be right back after this if you're enjoying this episode of the Irish Photography Podcast, why not jump back and listen to the back catalogue we have of episodes, where you'll get some great insights from fantastic guests, gear reviews, lots of hints and tips, and above all else, keeping you company while you drive or relax. Thanks very much for listening. Please consider subscribing, leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. So, Bernard, like I alluded to there before the break, we'll be talking next in relation to our insta spotlight and for the, anybody who doesn't know what that is is again it's part of this um the podcast show that we do uh, i am always amazed every single week with the quality of the images but the amount of people that are tagging the irish photography podcast which is hashtag the irish photography podcast and their images on instagram it blows me away every week because 
I have to go through them and try and pick out images that I want to feature in the stories. And every week it gets harder and harder and harder because I want to feature every image because they're all bangers. But there's one particular person's image every single week that are always there and always impress me. And it's almost to a stage right now that I know that it's his image before I even realize that it's his image. And it's by Dermot Garland. He's based in Dublin and he's a phenomenal drone photographer, but also a standard ground photographer as well. I mean, I know his work originally from his drone work, but even looking here at his images as well from the from the land is absolutely incredible. So congratulations, uh, Dermot, you're our Insta Spotlight for this episode. And um, yeah, maybe Bernard, I'll pass it over to you to see what your thoughts are in relation to Dermot's work. And then I'll go through some images, I suppose, and we'll discuss those. So yeah, Dermot is, he, Dermot actually attended one of my Dingle workshops there a few months ago. So um, it was my first time to meet Dermot and he's a very sound guy um, and uh, really actually, you know, took on board a lot of the stuff that I had said. And, you know, um, so that was obviously, it, it was great to meet him and, you know, um, that he said he kind of learned a lot was brilliant as well, obviously, because um, yeah. that's what we're in it for. Um, but yeah, listen, he, he, I'm just looking through some of the stuff here. Um, like Derm Dermot has a unique style. He will tell you that himself. But there's some images there, you know, that you see shot over and over again. But there's some beautiful perspectives. And, you know, listen, uh, the some of the drone stuff he has, you know, you can obviously get unique perspectives from drones, um, especially some of the ones he has a pool bag lighthouse and stuff. So it's become, I suppose, the pool bag has always been iconic. Um, but you have all the it guys is, yeah. um, like Dermot, you have Muno Explorer, you have um, Raw Dublin, uh, which have made these iconic, not just in, you know, from a landmark point of view, but also a photography point of view. And there's so many different perspectives coming out now. So um, it's almost like a little mini competition for these boys to get uh, yeah. new perspectives. Yeah. And, and, and you think, nah, it's done, it's done, it's done. And next thing someone comes out with one. So um, it's a nice little challenge <laughs> that you like I kind of see it's obviously not a challenge like but I see it as a as a challenge almost like these you know okay what the, can they come up with next and, and they always seem to come up with something um you know and you know that's the testament to them I suppose do you know and you know what man I have actually never photographed the Poolbeck chimneys now mind you I'm not from Dublin so you know it would be a, a big thing for me if I was going to Dublin to photograph those specifically but from looking at all these images as you said the lads have been taking I often wonder, because they were supposed to knock down those chimneys, weren't they? I think if they were to knock down these chimneys, there would be about a thousand photographers who would, um, yeah, storm the Dublin County Council buildings now yeah. and cause absolute yeah. havoc. And, you know, um, but like, I don't think they were supposed to. There was talk of it, but I, I really don't think they could ever get away with it. Um, they're just too iconic at this at, at this moment, you know. Um, so I, I really don't ever see that happening. I agree with you. And, you know, look, I mean, you said it there a moment ago about the different types of shots that he gets around those chimneys. But even around the whole area and, you know, the convention center, uh, some phenomenal photographs there. I mean, the reflections are great, but you hinted on something a second ago is in relation to his style, because he has quite a unique style in the editing point of view. And there's a couple of images that he's taken as well around the convention center. The colors are his colors. You know, it's kind of a, a rust orange color. But it works really, really, really well. And also what I see on the orange color as well, there's an image there. I'll tell you if you look at his feed, right? So if you go down, 
Um, 1, 9, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 lines down. It's, it, it's a beach and it's Kalini and it's a drone shot. And you uh, would not yeah. know that you are in Kalini when you're looking yeah. at that. It's, it is a very unique edit, you know, um, the composition spot on, like, you know, it has this rusty sand, you know, with this, yeah. you know, the kind of dull turquoise watered in and you, you, you have the wave going from the top right down to the bottom, uh, the, or top left to the bottom right. And it just works. And obviously the shadow, the long shadow. So the sun, um, was obviously low enough in the sky, um, be it sunrise or sunset. And obviously the lower the sun, the, the, the longer the shadow. So, um, it just, it, it works. It's, you know, it's, it's very, it, it's a really nice image. It's really nice. The colors, the colors separation is just beautiful. Beautiful. And you wouldn't know that was Kalani unless you no. read the caption. Yeah. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. And I think as well, you know, we mentioned in relation to the style, like if you continue to scroll down here, you'll see an image of the, con the convention center. So, you know, you've got the yellow lights that are on the convention center, but again, the reflection on that is that's again, I suppose the style of the kind of the rusty orange color, which straight away I will know. And that's what I love about it. I think it's just, you know, his work, it jumps out every single week. I go, there you go. There's not a banger. There you go. There's not a banger. And it seems to just bang out the bangers every single week, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, um, he has. He's, he's He's got some beautiful shots. Um, I'm looking at a nice one there uh, from Boland's Mill, actually. Um, and I can remember, actually, when, when, when they were, you know, building... The, the the new apartments or whatever it is the, that they're building um, at Boland's Mill and, and it's a beautiful reflection shot with the bridge at Grand Canal Dock and and you know again it's just his colours you know so um and the thing is as well when you people have these unique edits you know they're not everyone is a fan of these but the way I look at it is is that the main thing is the photographer is the fan of it you know that specific photographer yeah. so um if you can kind of you know create yourself a unique style um, regardless of whether, you know, someone likes it or not. I think that's kind of cool to be able to create your, your unique, um, your unique style and know, oh, that is a Dermot image or that is a Darren image or that is a whatever image, you know? Um, so if you scroll down to the, the very end of, of, of Dermot's feed, you can see he has these kind of rusty colors, but they're more minimal. And, you know, in, in my opinion, I don't think they work as well. You know, but at the end of the day, that's okay because I'm sure Dermot would think the same because at the end of the day, the newer the photos, the more you're kind of, you know, you're learning. So if he has photos that are up from a couple of years ago, um, I'm sure he would say too that, you know, the, the more time goes on, the more he's improved, you know, and that's the same with us all. Um, so you can see how his work has transitioned to a, a different, completely different style and a more consistent style. Um, and as you say, you know, it's nice having your own, your own kind of style and people knowing you for, uh, for specific images. Mm, absolutely. His you own know? palette of colors, I suppose, to choose from. And, you know, the final thing I like to say on that is, you know, uh, I alluded to the beginning from a drone point of view, like he's got some phenomenal, what's it called? IGTVs on Instagram. Um, so video, and he's got some videos of the pool bag. He's got some Samuel Beckett bridge. Oh, the, the so reels. The reels. The reels, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so well put together, you know. Again, it's drone footage, but it's seeing things that people go by all the time, but from a totally different vantage point. And if you haven't um seen any of his work or anything like that, you know, it's Dermot Garland. I'll put a link uh, again in the show notes and I'll, you know, share it on the 
the posts and stuff like that. But not only have a look at the images, but go look at the reels because the video work, I think, with particularly with the drone, is absolutely beautiful. It makes me want to go there. It makes me want to go and shoot it. And isn't that isn't that a win-win? Yeah, 100%. He's got a lovely shot there. Just before we do finish up, he's got a beautiful shot of the Pool Big Towers and he's kind of lined the sun up just on the edge of the left side tower, uh, you know, to obviously th that would help not have so much highlights. Um, and then you can just see the mist and the light and the mist. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, it's it's stunning. Like, um, I would never think of just going in and shooting Pool Big, but I do enjoy watching the lads, you know, uh, create unique perspectives and, and unique shots. Uh with them, not just with the drones, but also with their cameras uh, when when the weather allows. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible uh, work. So yeah, Dermot, a worthy uh, winner, I think, there for the Insta Spotlight for this September edition of the podcast. And um, yeah, thanks a million, man, for you know sharing your work with us every single week. I think there isn't a week gone by, actually, that I haven't liked an image that he's put up or even shared it on the uh, Friday feature on yeah. the Instagram page as well for the Irish Photography Podcast. So yeah, Bernard, Listen, man, thanks very, very much for taking the time out to come out with me. I really do appreciate it. I know you're busy. I know you're obviously, you know, moving on up to Connemara. Hopefully we get better signal anyway because, you know, your signal is quite <laughs> cat there at the moment. But it uh, is, it's been a pleasure brutal. to have you on. Yeah, it's been Cheers, a pleasure Dan. to have you on. And, um, yeah, I'll get you back on again now shortly when we have that other podcast that we alluded to earlier on. Um, and I'm looking forward to your own podcast as well coming out. I mean, you know, I recorded one recently there with uh, Adrian from Nightlight Films. And I gave people, I suppose, you know, the link to go back to listen to your podcast that you did with him as well. Your own podcast is phenomenal, man. I enjoy listening to all of them. And I hope when you get the time again now that it will continue to become a staple part of what you produce and you go from strength to strength with it, man. Cheers, man. I appreciate that. Hopefully a bit of time, get a bit of free time in the next few weeks. And because I do have a few lined up, but it's just hard at the moment, you know, uh, we're trying to get back to normal and stuff like that. So once I get back to normal, um, you know, there's no reason why we should be able to bang out a few consistent ones. But until then, I just have to, yeah, concentrate on, on you know, what pays the bills at the moment. That's what it's about, boy. That's what it's about. All right, listen, Bernard, thanks a million, man, from me in Cork to you in the beautiful Connemara. Until I see you again the next time, Schlange Paul. Cheers, bye. Hey, guys, if you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, we'll see you next week. And remember, keep shooting.